Hey, you're looking to buy, sell, or invest real estate? I mean, you could do it yourself or you could get a real estate agent. Well, I got the real estate agent for you. Her name is Diana Guzman. More than 15 years of experience, knowledgeable in Section 8, property management, finance, loan, name it. She probably knows it. She's a lion nest when it comes to real estate. Her motto is simple. She doesn't BS. The goal is to get the deal done and she gets the deal done done and if she can't do it she has a team and resources that could forward you to somebody who could get it done don't waste your time in getting a real estate agent that doesn't work for her commission get you someone who's willing to fight for you and represent you in the way you need it diana guzman the lioness of real estate contact her today 201-233-7773 or email her at diana guzman sells nj at gmail.com <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Dio Talk. I'm Dio. Let's talk. My guest at the evening is super talented uh, recording artist. He's here to talk about his brand new EP. It's called Medium Monroe. Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome to Robbie Monroe. Welcome to the show, man. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk about this new project um, that's finally out, completed. Uh, you got a couple of dope songs out. Um the Sherry, I like the Sherry. That's one of my favorites. Uh, boots and a good coat. I like that one very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, those two are my favorite as well to even like perform. Lechery is a, it's a real word. I learned it in like, I think like ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they were teaching it, but um, like the word means from what I learned then is uh, unrestrained sexual desire. Wow. I don't know why we needed to know that, but um, <laughs> they were teaching that and it just stuck with me because it was just such a random word. And yeah. I used to read the dictionary when I was even younger, just randomly. So I always liked words. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, I'm going to put that into a song one day. And that day was like last year, so I put it in a song. Boom, and there we have it. Yeah. So let's talk about let's start let's start off with with uh your both uh favorite uh boots and a good coat and let's talk about literature first. What what how long did it did did, did it take you to create uh the song? Because it's super dope. It, it's uh man, your 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 vibe, your flow is so different. But it's also like very uh, catchy. Thank you. Um, well, this song, it didn't really take too long to write because, of course, it's a, a little sex song, quote unquote. So like those are usually easy to write. I didn't want to be like too, I guess, explicit. So yeah. like there's cab words in there that all mean the same thing. But it's a lot of those in there. Um, I really like took influence from... There's this one old Tyra Banks song called Shake Your Body. Yeah. And I loved it. So I was like, oh, I want something like that. That's super 2000 sounding. And like, I really wanted the production to be even more like the um, Talk About a Song by Brandy. And that's kind of like the mashup of that. And like the last couple of people I had listened to it, they were saying they kind of hear that as well. So that's all, shout out to Dub, that's all my producer doing that. But the lyrics and the sounding out of lechery, <laughs> that's just naturally me. Like, <laughs> in the words. 
And I just, since it's just one word for that chorus part, I was like, I got to stretch it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and you definitely did. Uh, it sounds great. Any any fee- any positive feedback you've been getting from this this new EP? Yes, everybody everybody loves that lechery, but a lot of people are like, and it's been like a new resurgence of the "Make It Make Sense" song, which was the mm. first. Yeah, I really feel like it's because it's a pop song. Because even my previous EP, the poppiest song on there was "I'm Good Love and Joy," mm. and that still gets attention. So I feel like people really want pop from me, yet they ask for R&B, but I can give it all. So I've been giving it all to them. Boom, there you have it. Yeah, I mean, I like the fact that you're able to write songs and, and take a little bit of that feeling from the past and and bring it to the present and share it. Because a lot of, uh, a lot whether you're doing, you know, pop or R&B, well, just pop in general, it doesn't sound as good as in the past. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, get you like that nostalgic feeling uh, of that moment you lived in, you know, uh, today's art uh, pop is, you know, just, I don't want to say whack, but it's very generic. Like they, they obviously uh, found the science in it mm-hmm. and where like almost everything's the same, just different artists. What uh so what what got you? Talk to me a little about uh, boots and a good coat. So that's that was the final edition. Like it wasn't even on there, and then I assumed that it was around her birthday, but randomly earlier this year, mm-hmm. a bunch of music videos, and it was like a bunch of Mary J. Blige videos coming on. I'm like, why do I keep playing Mary? And like, <laughs> but I didn't know why they were playing her. And I'm like Googling, I'm like making sure she's still okay, like making sure you're alive and everything. So I'm <laughs> yeah, so doing that. I started thinking about the show. Um, what's that called? Power Book yeah. Two. Yeah, that she's on. And like she's always killing it. She always got these amazing coats, these boots. Like she's dressed down every single scene. And it was making me think of like, the times or a specific time like in the song but the times when i'm like really dressed up mm-hmm. and a good coat on boots like i usually wear boots because i'm only five six so it gives the illusion that i'm taller <laughs> i always do that and i was thinking that if i actually made a song that was about like being dressed up then like maybe this would be like people's song that they put on when they're like getting ready and stuff like that but then I didn't have enough idea for it. <laughs> so I added in like a actual sister situation when I was dressed up and there was kind of a, there was extra attention on me. And at the time I had a girlfriend, so she didn't really like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, you know, stayed flirty in my outfit, but I'm not a cheat. So I didn't yeah. do anything. That's kind of what the whole song is kind of a mix of just being dressed up and celebrating that, but also talking about how you can attract the wrong attention <laughs> when you're in a relationship. Let me see if I could put a a little piece of uh, of uh, so that so that the viewers can can know what you're talking about, and but also you know go cop go cop that that new EP. So you got two tracks on. What, what is what is this um, 
this EP different from the one that you feel that is different from the last one you did? Well, me and Robbie was just about like regular me. Kind of like all the things I think about, have went through, just all of my feelings, all the mushy stuff. And then meeting Monroe is really an introduction of that stage character that I made up so long ago that I really needed. Yeah. I'm still a shy guy, but I was like crazy shy before, but I had all these aspirations. So like I somehow needed to battle that so I could do things. Yeah. And he was created and that's pretty much what this is, an introduction to him, but also it's like two songs in there kind of warning how crazy he really is. So like don't do too much. <laughs> <laughs> but um but like I need that. Like you need that in life, but especially on stage cuz I'd hate a performer that's just standing there or like really don't want to be there or scared. Like I want you to really give your all and that's what yeah, money yeah. I gotta know you have to have uh that persona that gimmick you know that be you know 10 10 plus or 10 times that the person that you that you're originally you know or that you're originally are to um, give that that entertainment when you're on the stage yeah I, I grew up and uh, I grew up in Puerto Rico and, and at that time you know, when uh, Daddy Yankee came out, everybody wants to be Daddy Yankee. So you have these guys trying to go on stage and, and, and rap like him and do all these things. And, and But when it came to being on stage, because they were not prepped or had yet to find that persona, mm-hmm. they, they, they were just, you know, it's like stay <laughs> stiff. And and yes, you know, sing this song, I guess. All right, so I got I got the boots and a good cut here. I want to put play a little bit. Okay. I, I love I love this very like old school in a sense, like a pimp. <laughs> you know. Yes, that's that. Um. It, not jazz, but like close enough, like the elements at least. To yeah, give it yeah. Vibe. I, I was waiting for you to say drive turkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's dope. I, I like that vibe. It's like, you know, it reminds me of this book I read. Uh, it's called um, uh, A Pimp. A Pimp called, is it Slim or Iceberg? Something like that where he's a pimp. And uh, back in the day, they used to call cars hogs. So when I'm when I'm listening to that, the first thing that pops in my head is, is that pimp, you know, say I'm driving in the hog and listen to music like that. Very mm-hmm. I like it. I like it very much. Good. Let's, give, let's give a little preview of, of the cherry. I want to get wild, call it a battery. My innocent smile. When you this close to me, I just need child. Could really be sexy. I like I like the songs. Thank you. And that's actually French that I'm speaking in the bridge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I do I'm not fluent, although it has been in a lot of my music, but I'm not fluent. I know just enough. But I like continue getting into it after high school, like at least all the musical artists. Yeah. So I like to add it into my music, not as a gimmick, but because I honestly like it. I mean it gets it gets flavor, you know? Mm-hmm. I had uh, 
had recently uh, another guest promoting his new album, and he he went all in with the what is Italian. So like, I think it, it just gives. First of all, it opens doors to a new mm-hmm. genre, to like it's a new uh, community, a, a, a new country. And if you sound good, which you do, right? Like maybe in America here there's a work, but you you go to France and that's popping. You know, there, there's a uh, Robbie Ramone everywhere. Yeah, I see the stats. Montreal really loves a lot of the songs. Yeah, I mean you got you got the style. You like you got the vibes, you know, like anything can happen. I love I love when artists are able to just like do their normal language, but like sneak in there something different and make it like uh, just make it fuse together. I think that sounds perfect. I love doing that. I really do. It makes me want to learn more fluently so I can have like full conversation. Yeah. If I ever something with the actual French artist. But I haven't learned too much, just enough, just like a small conversation enough. You'll get there. You'll get there. So like, is this, you titled it Medium Monroe, right? Anybody that that will take the time and purchase your album and, and support you, if they listen to it, are, do you think they're able to get to know you better as a, as a performer, as an artist? Um, well, they'll definitely... I guess not too much as a person. I tried to keep more of the character in this one, but definitely as a performer, like they'll understand like more upbeat, hard hitting songs, something with a message or just something to be badass about is what he's going to give. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to this, like understand this isn't all the acoustic stuff. Like on the last project, this is going to be like more club type concert arena yeah yeah i get it i get it i get it so i have here sheep i want to give a little preview for everybody watching yeah that's dope what 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 inspired you to do that song it's like it's tough that's the only way I can explain it. It's tough. It's like, yeah, you know what it is. You know what time it is. That's the vibe um, that I get from the song. I know. The the reference for it is definitely that um that Jasmine Sullivan song with Meek Mills. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, I love that song. I always, always listen to it all the time. And at that time when I was writing it, this was when like COVID was coming to a close at least, or yeah. they were not what they were doing. And it just it seemed like like I was hearing a lot of stuff from a lot of people about like them struggling either keeping a job or finding another one and mm. not sure about the shots and all that. And like the choices seemed to get real slim. It was like get it yeah. or don't, you know, eat or not. Like it was getting kind of concerning. So I just thought, well, everybody who's like hype about it. Like just talking about like I'm not even gonna be friends with you if you don't get it or something like that. Yeah, they were given sheep, like not to be rude to anybody, but like they were going a little too hard for the government. And this Ooh. isn't my in the government moment yet, but it, <laughs> it was just weird how some people were just so 
aggressive about the situation when nobody really knew anything. And like the whole message is basically like, be your own person, like really choose choices for you. Like, don't just follow everyone. And it's not just a political situation. It's on anything. And I've always been that way. Like, that whole peer pressure thing. Yeah. That's always been boring. I've never been peer pressured to do anything. Like, I will stare you in your face and you will take 30 minutes to just curse me out and try to say and do anything you want to try to make me do something. And I'll still be like, I'm not doing it. (laughs) I like that. That's dope. It's actually super funny. Like while they're going off, it makes me actually smile and laugh the whole time because you're getting more and more aggravated because I wouldn't do what you're trying to peer pressure me to do. Like I know what you're doing. I'm not dumb. Like I understand what this is. I like that. I like that. See, I like the, it's like a, it's like a beef song, right? Right. But I like uh, what you're saying. And we're like, it's not to anybody in particular is about an, issue that was going on in time and you know you you stood on you stood your ground and and, you know stood your place and gave your place so they can understand i I definitely like that it's dope Mm -hmm. yeah i encourage everyone always stay in your ground and what you believe in and don't let nobody sway you just be true to you at all times it's going to work out 100 percent 100 percent in that time frame, mm-hmm. uh, was it something in particular that like triggered you? Because make- yeah, yeah, to make the song because it's you know to take the time out, write it, you know, produce it. You that that's some that's ammunition. That's you know it's it's like a pin stuck inside of you, and you know it keeps poking you. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess I would say when. I was about to transition to a different job myself. I guess I have a day job, but uh, (laughs) in the field, at least that I got a degree in, um, I was going to go to a different one and they didn't want me because of me not having. Mm, Got it, got it, got it. And I was like, but it's fully remote, staying remote. We're never like, you don't even have like a location. Mm hmm why and they're like because that's policy and like a lot of them said that not even just for me for like my other friends they were like they're fully remote so like why are they asking for all these other things all this paperwork all this stuff i'm like i don't know i don't know it doesn't make sense because if it's forever remote then like we're never going to be in nobody's face to get sick or anything so got it got it no i got it i got it it was it was a, a frustrating time. So talk to me about uh, ain't nothing funny. Yeah. Is that is that a, another uh, another? Uh, I don't want to say diss track, but like yes. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> He's like yes, maybe no. Um, well, I I keep calling it my nerd song because it's more because like everybody that I name in there, mm-hmm. they're actual Black History figures. Like, I just went into a bunch of Black facts for some reason. I've always been, like, interested in Black history and always celebrate Black History Month. So with this beat, I was thinking that I should just do something because it's an 80s-style beat. So I really wanted to do something that was just honoring 
uh, black historians, but not the same like three or four they always talk about in high school, which I guess that's the beef is with me and the high school curriculum. But um, <laughs> it's just that's a, that's a different story. That's another episode for just on that. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's 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 listen to to a short clip. Man, you 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 can tell you're so influenced by by these amazing entertainers. Uh, you just listen to that one. That gave me like a a '80s vibe. You know, yeah. back in the day, you know, uh, Billie Jean, that type of era. Yes, I love the '80s. I actually yeah, in the '80s, <laughs> might have some more '80s style stuff coming. I love it, man. You're so you're so creative. And it sounds so different to what you hear in the radio. I, and I think that's what makes me a fan uh, of your music is because it's different. It's not. And then you're you're using like inspirational individuals to, to, to fuel you and continue to do your music. Because like you look at your Instagram, you, it's Beyonce, you know, Mary J. Blige, you know, all these, all these amazing musicians, but also entertainers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, like I always try to, I always go back to what I call my musical table, which is Beyonce, Usher, Mariah Carey, Prince. Like they're they all. There's always going to be like a thread of them in yeah. something new because I literally grew up on them all day, every day. So it's just ingrained. I'm not trying to copy. It's just ingrained. And like with me mixing, like you were saying earlier, mixing like the old and the new, like to me, the old isn't just the 80s, like keep going. Like I'll listen to old kind of classical jazz type 50s music. And like, I really love that. And I want to make something like that. Yeah. Like, Who's to say I'm not working on something like that? Like you can always, because music is music. So you can always... Mm-hmm old and just make it new they say like they say it's old but somebody that has never heard it it's new like somebody who has never heard let's say prince uh was it crying doves or or, no purple rain like for that person that's like oh my god so like you know who's to say what's old who's to say what's new when it's when it's valuable i mean it's endless yes I say the same thing about like movies because I watch a lot of TMC and that's where like all the black and white movies are. Yeah. And I'm so confused. Like, why are you watching all 30 movies? Like, cause it's new to me. Like I've never seen, like I saw this movie called Gaslight and I'm like, that's a like, term they use nowadays. What is this? In yes. The 30s? Yes. It's like actually really good. And I can see them doing a remake of that actually. But like it's new to me, although it's old. I've never seen these people, this concept. Even if I know some of the people in there, like the standard Mary, mm-hmm. uh, Marilyn Monroe or James Dean or whoever. Yeah, I still don't know the story because I didn't grow up then, so I never actually saw the movie. Got it. Got it. Yeah. No, I agree. There's so much um, content out, and when they do, I feel like when they create these movies, recreate them they lose because they're trying to modernize it like certain essence they lose it so yeah. it doesn't it, it, like you can't 
like it's the same thing, but it's like not the same thing. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it do. I understand that. They try to be too trendy in the scripts. Yes, yes. Forward, like maybe take out the offensive stuff from the past, but yeah, than- yeah, there you go. There you go. Let's keep it straightforward because it was a great story then. You know what movie was really good that I found out recently there was a like a remake? Uh is it when a star is born? Oh yes. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Man, that was a really good movie. Yeah, I think they did like three times they remade that. Yeah, that was a really good movie. I got really mad when they didn't win an Oscar for it. <laughs> That's another story, though. <laughs> what was your, what was your, your like creating this, this album, uh, the ZP? What was your like influence? Did you go back to the same? Did you try listening to something new? Uh, well, yeah, definitely. The table's always there, but. I was really listening to some more Brandy, hence the harmonies, mm-hmm. Britney Spears to really get that pop animation, and Janet Jackson's Janet. Velvet Rope album, mm-hmm. which you'll hear more influences from that on something that we're doing a little later, like a month or so, there's something extra coming out. But um, those were the ones I was like really listening to because I wanted this to be even more pop than it is, I guess, under the umbrella. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a lot more like insane teen bubblegum pop. But got it, got it. then the lyrical content just made it a little groaner. So I just got wilder with it. One of my songs that I like to is Make It Make Sense. Make It Make Sense. And I think we discussed that song uh the last episode you were here, but it's here in this EP. So I want to um, go through it again because I like it. <laughs> like, I like it. Like, I've, I've, I think I've made reels with it. I posted numerous of times. It's a song that uh, even on Spotify, uh, I try to make list uh, my music this bit. I, I'm not really good with Spotify unless I'm looking for podcasts, but it's in, it's in, it's in my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, of music what uh what was the inspiration behind that song so make it make sense Just i feel make like it makes sense man <laughs> does it like people don't i feel like a lot of people don't get it because like they hear me singing they hear all the harmonies and everything the beat is happy but i don't think anyone's actually listening to the lyrics because a lot of people yes think a happy song i'm gonna put a piece Hopefully, when this is released on YouTube, they they uh, don't give me grief. I pull it out, but no, it's it's one of my favorite songs, and yes. and, and I I agree with you, and where you got to listen to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So you know you know what it is like nowadays in these times, like lyrics don't mean nothing anymore. It's all about that hook, the chorus, and the beat. Yeah, like how like, is it like the DJ is more famous than the artist now because they're not listening. They're too distracted or, well, like people listen, it just take a while. Like five years later, they'll listen back and it'll be like some, oh, that's what he was saying. Like even now for the lecture, yeah. song, catching certain things I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> listen yeah. again. But you, you know, I, uh, I think Jay-Z said it the, uh, the best and we're like, you can't listen to an album 
one time and decide if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain albums that I, the first time I listened to them, I, I really, I, I wasn't feeling them. Right. But like, you know, I, I like, I'll listen to them in the car. I'll listen to them when I go jog, you know, and, and try to start feeling it. And it's like, ah, it's, this is good right here. This is good. But if you're like, you know, listen, like you gotta, you gotta digest it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Here's a clip of Make It Make Sense. <laughs> no yeah you gotta listen to the lyrics um yeah like it'll it explain that's why i wanted it to be because if i was on the label i guess they probably would have wanted me to play letria as the first single mm-hmm. but make it make sense lyrically explains everything we were going to be going into yeah with, and only that song and the first track are the ones that I'm Robbie is a part of because the rest of it is more Monroe. But like I come in and try to say like this is how he is. Watch out, y'all know it's a whole nother vibe about the hit you. And I really wanted that to be explained that this is not about to be the same stuff as the first. And then we get into lechery and it's something totally different. So yeah, trying to prep people basically. <laughs> But isn't uh, that so Monroe gives you the initiative uh, feeling on, on what this album is going to be like? Yeah. So then when you come to listen to the EP and the first one is like super pop and yeah, it's like telling you, oh, that's how he is. <laughs> then that's to explain when you hear the rest of the lyrics and the attitude and everything. This is what it's about. This is who it is. Not just me. This is who it is. Dude, that's what I like about this concept of your album because, like, usually, like, okay, we live in a digital digital age and we're like, now singles are just a big thing. You put out one song. But with this, with this EP, you're like, every song, like, here, this is the beginning. It's like, it's like reading a book. There's a first song, first chapter. And then that first chapter will help you understand the second one and the third one. Like you gotta listen. It's not something you you can listen to like, oh, I'm gonna pick this song. This song is my favorite. Something like you gotta go through the motion. You gotta go, you gotta go through the vibe and where you're able to then stand who's Robin Monroe. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got to. Because if you just listen to songs from the first EP and then you heard a song like Lechery or Sheep. You'd be like, "What happened? <laughs> Why yeah. is he so and sexual?" And yeah. just he's when he was like hugging me on the first one, like it's a whole nother yeah uh, that's going on. No, I get it. Like I get when you're saying, like if lechery, if you want a label, they'll probably put that first. But it's like a strategy. I think that's why like a lot of artists tend to fare on their albums because they create an album and where it's like a, like chapters, but because mm-hmm. this one, oh, this one will be a good single. They'll play that and keep playing it, keep playing it, keep playing it. And you lose, you, you lose that sense of direction on what you want the listener to go. Yes. To ever be invested in the album. 
Yes. It was all strategic with make it make sense introducing yeah. the like and all Monroe and boots in a good coat. Like I literally say introducing Monroe and then goes right into that little rap part. Like all of it was on purpose. And then like a month later, the EP comes out. See, but this is why you need to come on these platforms to be able to explain that and tell that because a lot of like, God, forgive me. And, and I mean, no disrespect when I say this, but the way that the music industry is now, like is just put on a song. That's it. Like you need you you need a story. You need you need to build it up so that people can be invested in this product. And I feel like in the music industry, it, it lacks it one hundred percent, man. Yeah, I mean, other than the ones who've been doing it, like my favorites, yeah. always had a story, a lead up, a concept, and that's where I get it from. That's why I don't just do anything for any reason. It's all a part. But that's of- why. That's why they succeed. I think we we talked about it. The, uh, was it the last time you were here? When like, like Usher, like when Usher has a story, when he has something to say, and like he's going through something, that's when the artist album is gonna be fire. Yes. You know, like, uh, was it uh, my confessions? Mm-hmm. Like all that dirt that dude did. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was that's one of his like biggest albums. Yeah, he's gonna be headlining the Super Bowl. Yes, I know. I heard about that. I'm excited to see. Yeah. I'm sure he's gonna do a lot more confession stuff. Yeah, because that's what he's done on his. Uh, yeah, lost he's probably gonna work all all his his biggest he uh his biggest hits. Yes. So um, let me let me ask you. You're an Usher fan, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where was Usher at 7 p.m. Prison <laughs> the street. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I saw that. I saw that on uh on social media and I just I started dying. <laughs> I started dying. You know, I hope when you know that was I I'm not sure is it moving mountain. Oh. Uh and we're like the video like make fun of because he does some shit like this and and I hope he does that. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I hope, like, uh, guys were listening to the outer version of the podcast. Uh, what I'm trying to tell Monroe is, like, uh, Usher has this dance, and um, everyone in, on social media tries to imitate it, and they feel horribly. It becomes uh, so funny. <laughs> All right, so what's what's next for Robbie Monroe? You got this EP out. Um, we went through this track list, super dope. What's what's next? Are you performing? Like, what are we doing? So I do want to do some type of performances, like some pre-recorded performances, just to show some type of visual, if we can do that. But definitely, mm. next month, we're going to have these bonus tracks. Mm stuff and I, I tried to I tried to keep the story so yeah. stuff just didn't work on there like it was great but it just wasn't like I'm all about the lyrics so it wasn't lyrically matching up for me yeah yeah but since I really like them we're gonna put that out next month and that's gonna be like me and Monroe part two returning to Robbie so it's more Robbie is that a- is that the official name? Yes. 
Boom, breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. <laughs> it's going to be only like, uh, I think, four songs, I think, or three songs, four or three. And then I have a cover song that's coming out. It's not going to be on there, but I have a cover song that's coming out. And should I say who I'm covering? Who are you covering? Should I say it? Okay. It's uh, Mariah Carey. I can't let go. Nice, nice. Are you are you doing you know same comp set or you you're making it your own? I gotta make it my own. Mm. Like I don't really like the cover songs that try to sound exactly like the singer. Because then if they don't, then people are all disappointed. Yeah, or even yeah. when people are overly hating yeah. because you're not such and such. Like okay, <laughs> so although I could do it in the same style and everything like all the vocal tricks and all that i didn't and i really wanted to but i chose not to because the way that we created this well we recreated the sound it's not really like a beat i made this with a different producer smoke signals and like he just played on the guitar kind of real acoustic kind of like extra vibey what yeah yeah here so it's it's very it's very calm and like beautiful and it has this nice build up with all the vocals and everything it's it's really gorgeous honestly that's super dope i i like when when uh artists take a song and make it their own like mm-hmm. sometimes it sounds better than the actual artist doing it i'll do that i love you mariah don't do that um, <laughs> <laughs> Mar- Mariah is a different story. That's that's a different story, okay? But another aspect and another artist, they they sound amazing. And mm-hmm. I say it because like sometimes um and I had this conversation uh a while back in the podcast and we're like because you're signed to an, uh, a label company, sometimes your 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 the freedom of creating is blocked because you know xyz reasons you know because the the labels invested so much money in you they want you to do this because they want to get their money back or this is you know the what they say all the time is this is where the music's heading and that freedom to create it just you know it it, it evaporates yeah yeah so you know that that but that's you know my opinion. That's true. Like I even thought about that. I keep referencing the first EP, but like like the song "I'm Good Love and Joy," I like the acoustic version of it. Mm-hmm. LT and you could tell I listen to a lot of '90s stuff. But like I like the big vocal one and the poppier one. I only decided that should be the one that's on the main EP. Because like thinking like a label, oh, this is the one that's gonna that's gonna sell that everybody's gonna like because it's all light and it's doing well. So sometimes the politics actually are true. Yeah, I at least try to have some type of uh, uh, personal creativity input to that that does something that I want to do personally, but then also try to have a little bit of business in there just mm. to. No, do what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. 
as long as you do your best, make it in your own. I think that, you know, that this, I think that's why remix were created, right? Because mm-hmm. people could jump on and mixtape, could they jumped on and made it their own, you know, do it, put their own, you know, flavor in it. I think that's super dope. Yeah, definitely. So, like performing, have you have you uh, have the opportunity to pre- to perform any of the, the these new songs out of the EP? I haven't yet. Um, there was an opportunity that didn't really work out, but if I ever do have a performance for these songs, that's not something that I'm already trying to work out. I'm definitely going to have like somebody record it and it'll be like on my YouTube and Instagram and everywhere just so people can see it. Are we getting uh, videos to the, to these EPs? Uh, not exactly. <laughs> Think about maybe doing some type of visualizers, but like the music video era is coming soon. Like I haven't, I didn't do music videos for the last one or this one, but it's coming. When I do it, I really want to tell a story, like you see, I like to do. So I don't. Yeah, just... I think, I think I, I I don't see. I'm all about making things simple, not uh, or you know, always overcomplicated, right? I think you got your YouTube channel. I think uh, you post an event on uh, one of these event. Is it event? It's called right, and do an online mini concert, like a live one, right there. Like a live one, right there, or pre-record uh, a, 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 you know, concert that you do, you know, cameras here and here, and you perform all your songs, you know, I'll say pre-record it first so that you're able to practice, get the feel out of it. Um, if you have, uh, if like a lighting or camera angle, you can edit it out, you know, and, and put it out there as a release. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. That sounds like the Vivo things that they do in yeah. the like room and they put like the colors in there. Well, this yep. is Memro, baby. This is Memro. <laughs> I mean, but I think start getting comfortable performing these songs because once they they catch on cuz a lot of uh, a lot of audience want that that not, you know, like that personal feel to it, you know? They want to see you perform it. And what better way Make it in, in in your own comfort, creating something like that. You know, like uh, was was it the, a small concert or something? Small mini desk, something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, I would love to do tiny desks. Something like that in your own comfort, uh, in the studio, so people could start giving a, a big feel on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always liked. Like even if I like the artists, just their music, it do be the live performances that mm-hmm. like tip me over. Yeah, like even more. So yeah, on that. Um, because I'm definitely trying to um, me personally, I'm trying to create an online concert because on the podcast I've had a lot of talented individuals like yourself and created. I don't know, like pre-recorded themselves where their location, they'll send it and and I'll edit it or you know, have somebody edit for me to create a a, 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 a um small concert with all you guys for Dream Inspire Obtain and 
you know, and, and put it online and so people could pay tickets and, you know, obviously everyone would get paid from it, but so that you, you know, to, so that your music could start flowing. Yeah. Wow. Like, I'm, like, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to like, there's so many artists, you know, like, uh, Valeron, yourself, um, uh, John Silvestri, like, we we live in unfortunately we live in a, in an age that everything's monetized. Mm-hmm. If you can monetize it, it's control. Because if it wasn't control, that algorithm, because everybody speaks about the algorithm, right? The algorithm will keep bringing things up that you like. So let's say you're fashionista, or you're obviously a big Mariah Carey, right? And you have all these fan pages of Mariah Carey. Your algorithm is going to continue to push forward. What happens with that is that nothing is organic. Yeah. Nothing that, that might be inspiring will pop up and, you know, catch your breath or make you like, Oh, what is this? Because it's being controlled. They're they're predicting rather be organic and let it happen. They're predicting what they, what you want to see. Yeah. And it's good, but it's also bad because your levels of inspiration or watching something that'll take your breath away. That was like, damn, this is really inspiring to either write a song or, or, or write a verse. It's not fair. Yeah. You know, I'm really, you know, fight the power, man. <laughs> yes, definitely. I understand that. I try to, I try to battle the algorithm, at least on my TikTok, and like randomly I'll like something or, watch something that I usually would scroll past just to keep it on its toes. I know I can't really beat the machines, but at least I'm trying. To I mean, we do- you can. You just can't do it alone. Yeah. You know, find you have to find individuals like yourself that are independent and, and, you know, with unity, with unity is the power and the strength to overcome anything but you know it's hard when you're doing everything on your own yeah exactly and, and you know in order for you and you know and you stop doing it for quite some time when you come back you'll you'll notice everything's different yeah especially in the music industry yeah five years ago things were different yeah i had this guy uh maxito he has his own like volkswagen truck mm-hmm. and he has his bed and his everything's customized, and he's he's basically driving around America, promoting his music, trying to get gigs, and get himself out there. You know, like back in the day. Yeah, like he's selling his CD out the trunk. Yeah, that's a, they said that's how Master P got signed. Yeah, it could work. It could work. I mean, I, I mean, don't know about- yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, well, it's difficult because now everything's digital. Yeah. But back in the day, it definitely worked. You know, you, your hustle will go as far as you will go. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to give you something, to hand you something here, take this city, check it out. You know, even though it might work or not work, but it's easier to do that than, hey, go to this link and you not have the power of putting, putting in that person in front of that person to go to the link. Yeah. You know, it happens in social media. How many times I tell people, you know, go check this episode of the podcast or go check out Robert's new EP. Like, 
I could share so much, but it takes something within the person to go and click it and try it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I try to be, I guess that's why I try to be different because a lot of things I do see are kind of the same for the sake of we're cool. So this is why you should click us. Yeah. But I want the people who are looking for something different because I'm different. Yeah. Like they'll actually stay. They're like, okay, he's not trying to be cool. He's just doing whatever. And I like what that, whatever. So yeah. I'm getting to him. <laughs> and, and not just be different, but be yourself. Stay, commit to yourself. And if you're going to commit to anything, commit to always trying to be a better version of yourself as you go. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't jump from, it's like you have like people jumping like frogs, hopping from different genres and doing things because they're moving with the wave. You know, don't move with the wave, be with the wave, yeah. blow with the wave. You know, you go as where your heart desires with, with that gut feeling goes, you go, what makes you happy. Exactly. When I switch up genres, because I do see myself as like a genre tourist, like I just dip around. <laughs> it's not to like jump on a train or a bandwagon. It's literally because I came in there, yeah. met some producer, and he's like, what are you doing today? <laughs> and we just came out with whatever, a whole nother style, a whole nother genre or era yeah. that I didn't before and like he expects it now <laughs> that yeah. I'll just- see but when I see you I don't I see you as a individual that loves music yes that you're it's, you're not hopping genre you're doing music you're, you're you you have promoted yourself you have established yourself in in, in a way and we're like you you're out of the box you just love music you know you you just love music, but then you have these other individual artists that, that you'll stay there, and because you know country's not doing good, let me try pop. Well, let me go, you know, let me do rock, because you know Eminem just whooped my ass on, on this rap thing, <laughs> and I gotta go do, <laughs> I I gotta go do pump rock now. Which I heard some of those songs. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> they were all right. <laughs> no, they're not bad. He should have done it from the beginning. Yeah. That that could have really worked out for him, but yeah. But um, and this is why I tell you, like, you know, labels tend to control you. Oh, you should do this because this is what we're about. Yeah, I know it's so difficult. Like when I think about uh, going to sign to a label, and there's one label. I'm not going to say the name, but there's one label that I think I would be great at because mm-hmm. it doesn't like they have a agenda on what every artist is supposed to be based off of like what they look like or where they come from or anything they just let you do what you want to do and I've seen a couple of artists come from other labels and go to that one and they're thriving even if they're not like overly successful they're doing what they actually care about and they're just like have their own good core fan base and happy I'm like okay all right that's the place to be See, I will say, I will say this, because when you sign to a label, what they're offering you is basically a bank loan. Mm-hmm. It's a loan, a business loan, and you got to pay that back with interest. If you got good credit, you got a good job, take that loan out, 
play with, with your numbers and where set yourself a, a goal for the whole year. Hire, you know, an event planner, a, a road manager or something, and somebody that can get you out there uh, playing gigs and getting paid mm-hmm. and, and go on tour that for that whole year, you know, find you somebody that's going to help you be an opening act, build, build your audience, uh, you know, at the same time selling your, 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 your CD or your, you know, at affordable price. So, so people can get there for you, right. Get it for you and do a whole year of that, you know, build up your audience. Like, so that when it's time to sign to label, you're able to leverage that out. Like that's essentially, and I and I say this. Uh, I'm just paraphrasing. I don't really know the full scope, but that's what you know. Nipsey Hussle did, and where he put his album out, and he was so, um, he he knew his numbers, so that when he went to negotiate, he got his masters. He knew what to do, and you'll be more happier like that. Definitely, I. I know it's kind of hard sometimes. Not a lot of art. It does seem like more artists nowadays, I guess, are getting to have ownership of their masters. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really like. I fully understand that, of course, mm-hmm. Prince fan. Like, I fully understand that. So I want that as well as a writing credits. Yeah. I write and I like what I write. And I, I feel like I write a certain way so nobody can write like me. Like I would mm-hmm. love like a Sia song or whatever. Like I would love for somebody to write for me, but I need to have my pen, not just for financial gain, but I need to tell my story. Yeah. So- be in control. Yeah. Be in control. And that's very important because you're a creator. Mm-hmm. You create art, you know, and, and that's another that's another story because owning your masters, like you can own your masters, but if you don't know what to do with them, it means nothing. That's all. Like, you know, try to do it for your first. Learn, learn the industry by your eyes. You know, you rather like take a chance on yourself. If you go bankrupt, you go bankrupt. But then, you know, if you're really talented, you're really popping. Like they say, you get signed. You know how to leverage it and uh, get where you want. Yeah, you gotta come in with something so you don't have to sign anything. Yeah, one of one of the uh, like like Fifty Cent. One of the the thing I admire about him is like when it got to a certain point in his when he was rising, you know, while everybody was, you know, smoking, having fun in the club, he was in the hotel room reading these things, educating himself. And we're now like, who's going to tell him something? No. <laughs> and, and then you have like artists like Young Buck, The Game, William Banks. They all need him to get that money up. Yeah. But when, you know, when he was there studying, nobody wanted to be there. Yeah, it's all about who's, who has, it's like a different type of drive. Yeah. Like, you have it to be on the stage and do all that, but the background stuff. You have to understand some of it. I'm going to be the first to say that's not really for me. Too many background things. This is why I got management. But I at least took at least like half a year to learn all the things to know that, okay, by myself, this is a lot to do. Yeah. 
but I at least know now so then yeah. I can ask with the management I can ask them like okay so did you do this did you do that what they say about this and I'm not like too clueless yeah yeah absolutely right absolutely right like it doesn't matter you can you know you should you shouldn't like it, but you should definitely know what the heck is going on. Especially know where the money is going. There you <laughs> go. And that's very important. I think because it's an entertainment industry, everybody tends to, you know, and, and I I don't think they do it purposely, but just, you know, because they come from nothing, they see all these lights and glamour, you know, they, they don't lose, they don't see it as, okay, What's the catch? Yeah, there's always a catch. Yeah. Well, and, I guess like they should know the catch is your livelihood. There's like too many one hit wires mm-hmm. and just artists who at least had like a couple of years all of a sudden are missing mm-hmm. because nobody's listening to their music. So how do you pivot? Like, do you know how to do a different style? Can you act? Can you do this? Can you do that? Like they're not thinking about that because they're like, it's good now. I'm yeah. making money. This money's flowing good. Okay, but can you sustain that? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of artists and we're like, they're they're business savvy. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're like, okay, so they say they give them uh, 50000 or something like that. And they take that money and flip it and invest it in businesses and here's the album. They wait until the contract is about to expire. Here's the album. I don't owe you. You don't owe me. The album is yours. And they do that because that album has to make money. So if yeah. I'm not getting money, you're not going to make money. But the contract says I'm supposed to deliver an album. Here's your album. I'm done. I, I flipped those, you know, 50000 into something. And now I end up with more than, you know, when you, than what you already had. There's a lot of artists like that. I know. One of my favorites is Nicki Minaj. Yeah. She's such a businesswoman. Like, she has so many different hands and so many different things. Like, I still kind of want to play that game that she's in. I don't even know what that game is. But just to, like, see that she's in, like, a whole game. Like, she got paid to voice a game. And it's catchphrases from her actual songs. Is like like what other rapper is doing that? Especially a female rapper, like don't know I got that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so- there's a lot of rappers that you don't hear. They're popping. You don't hear them like on the radio, but they create albums to put it on games. Oh wow. Okay, yeah, I never knew that. Like like if you're a big like people that are a big fan of 2K, you hear all those songs that you you'll hear. Two or three songs that you've heard before, but majority of them, like, you've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. That's because their hustle is different. They'll create an album and they'll sell it to the game people to put it there. There's like people that do music sometimes. Their hustle is to get their track on a certain movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember like 21 Pilots. They, they were in the soundtrack of um, Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they had like, I think like four or five. But they have like, they had like a bunch of songs and we're like, now the radio's playing them. You know, those are opportunities for them. Yeah. That's how I uh, heard about Ellie Golding 
because she was in like a bunch of movies and some uh like shopping stores but like that's where I kept hearing her songs I'm like who is this and then I find out who that is I'm like okay she must be like getting a good bag from that yeah. all the movie shopping centers because they play a song all the time yeah and there's there's companies dedicated to that mm-hmm. like I'm in the works to do this radio show it's an up and coming uh radio station app brand and their music their 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 business is to play in shopping malls there's companies for that okay wow that's cool so there's it's not just like you have the radio there and you're playing no there's actually systems for that so it's 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 always different hustles yeah i mean i would definitely love to i've been trying to get my song into like a movie or a show or something there was something that me and <laughs> jose was talking about so maybe they'll be in one of his mobile movies yeah. but um i don't really know too much about that yet but yeah i just wanted something just to just to see how it looks Cause like as the artist, I never like I can think of a music video, and I can think of performance, but like I never really think of like a scene in a movie or something, and like my song playing. How would that match up? <laughs> I mean, what I've gathered and what I've seen is like you have the composer who's like in a in his own studio, right? And the movie's playing, and he's in the back. Uh, whether you're the engineer or you're playing the instruments. So they're watching the movie and they're picking the songs or it's like uh, orchestra that's just playing the music. And that's how they, they, they choose what song. I mean, obviously, if you're like Warner Brother, you got a whole list uh, mm-hmm. of what to play on. But yeah. I hope I get on that list. Oh, and you're going to get there. You're going to get there. One of these songs, probably one of the pop songs. I can <laughs> Yeah. You'll get there, man. You'll get there. It's only a matter of time before you blow up. I'm waiting. <laughs> All right, bro. Listen, before we go, tell the people where they can find you at. Okay, you can find me on uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Robbie Monroe or Robbie Ben here. Um, definitely listen to me Monroe on Spotify, Apple Music, really anywhere, Amazon, Alexa, know what it is. Like, yeah, you can listen to me anywhere, find me anywhere. I'm always somewhere. Boom, there you have it, guys. Make sure to go check out Meeting Monroe out now. Uh, go follow him, go support him, go share his music. Tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your cousin, tell your whole family, tell your neighborhood. I bone out now. Uh, go cop that. Uh, show some love. Um, make sure to go to Deal Talk TV on YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe. Go follow me on Instagram, Mr. Dot I'm on Threads. Uh, I'm out, guys. Have a good night.